On this week's episode of the podcast, Drew is taking us back to the European Championships. Of 1976. 1976. Great year. Going way back. Way back. Buckle up. This is Deadball Brothers. Welcome to Deadball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy, healthy dose of stupidity. Yes. So stupid, but so healthy. <laughs> healthy like the whole 30. I was going to say, stupid and healthy like the whole 30. Yeah. Both those things are true, and both those things I am currently on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you are both on stupidity uh, and the whole 30 time. <laughs> and healthy. Yes. Healthiness. All, th- all, th- all, three, all three. The trifecta, really. Congrats on the diet, bro. Thanks. Thanks. I'm a, a whole day and a half in, so... It makes me feel slightly bad because I'm like probably 30 to 40 pounds heavier than you are. But, uh, you know, I just like good on you, mate. After the holidays, you you don't feel great. Oh, no, I get it. You kind of let yourself go. Yeah. I haven't shaved in like a month. That's true. (laughs) I'm looking pretty rough right now. And so I just need to do something. I think your wife would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She thinks I'm cute. Aww. (laughs) She's sitting back there. She can hear us right now. (laughs) She can probably hear us. (laughs) That's adorable. By the way, I'm everybody's least favorite athletic writer, Adam Whitaker-Snavely, joined, as always, by my real-life brother. Drew Snavely. Uh, All I have to say is Buffalo Bills 2021 Super Bowl champions. Drew has no faith for the 2020 season. No, because we have got a well, hard twenty twenty. Oh, oh, you know, oh. you know, you know, you get what I'm saying. Next I get season, what you're saying. Next season's our season, baby. <clears throat> we just gotta get a, like a wide receiver and some better offensive linemen. Yeah, it's... and we need and we need Josh Allen to stop making the most oh, confusing goodness. laterals known to man. What is our boy doing? Yes, for Dear those Lord. of you who joined us uh, on our national broadcast of our first round playoff game against the Texans, uh, we apologize. Yeah. Yes. Profusely. That mess that we call a game it's funny because throughout like the first three quarters booger was saying all about how josh on looks so poised and calm it's like oh he's he doesn't look he looks like a veteran in there and then the fourth quarter happened and josh allen started doing some wild crap yeah he was crapping his pants for sure yeah 100 um, percent. but I, honestly like booger the whole game was like man whoever went whoever scores the most points is going in this he's game like, he's like the new john madden <laughs> Oh gosh, it's been a pretty bad week for me all around. A uh, <laughs> couple weeks because uh, United got dominated by Arsenal. Yep. In the league, mm-hmm. and then we drew Wolves, which is kind of, I guess, not that big of a shock for a couple mid-table teams. You know, uh, Dortmund signed Erling Holland. Dortmund signed Erling Holland. The we already Bills talked lost. about it a bit, but. I mean, it's yeah. rough. It's, yeah, been, it's, it's rough. been tough on me. But this week we did announce that we are joining Blue Wire Pods. Yes, which and that is the is reason. Very exciting. Which is one of the reasons why this uh, episode of the podcast is a day later than it usually is. Yes, you're listening. You're putting this in your ear holes on Wednesday. Yeah. And this announcement dropped on the Blue Wire announcement dropped on Tuesday. Yes. Which is actually tomorrow. Which is actually tomorrow. Inception. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Wild. think so. But I'm just saying it. Go crazy. <laughs> 
Yes. So uh, you are listening to this most likely on Wednesday or Thursday, or if you are just new to our podcast, you're listening to it on some other time, and that's okay too. We love you just the same, as long as you're listening to our podcast. If you're not listening to our podcast, we don't love you at all. We don't care about you. No. We hope you die in a ditch. That's Maybe not, not true. that. That's not true. That's not we true. don't say that. That your existence Alive and well. is is unfulfilled until you hear us. Okay. Well. It's, yeah, I guess you can put it like that. We'll go with that, I guess. Drew, you've got a story. Drew, you've got a story for us. We've been, we've been blabbing. We've been yeah. talking for too long. We don't, yeah. need to, we don't need all of this crap. The people want history. We've kind of been uh, tap dancing. The people came for the history, and we will give them the history. We have some history. Let's do it. Uh, I have some history in my hands Let's today. do it. History, I'm seeing history. We're seeing history every day. <laughs> History is always happening. Oh my God! I... Tell the stupid story. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like we said in the intro, we have another European Championship story on our hands. Mm-hmm. This is the 1976 tournament, and it is in the history books for a couple reasons. The first being that it happened. And therefore, <laughs> it is history. It is history, yeah, and that's correct. just how history works. It's am- it's amazing how history happens like that. <laughs> uh, another reason is because this tournament is a good underdog story, oh. and we love underdog stories. We've had quite a few, and they have never gotten old. You know, after the Bills lost, I said to you, "I'm going to try to find just a heartbreaking loss." <laughs> You to, did to you tell, didn't see that. and I was going that direction mm-hmm. uh, yesterday as I was looking up stories. Yes. and it's just really hard because no stories are really um, put in that view. Nobody wants to wax poetic about how teams lost. Just an utter collapse. No, it's more. Which is funny because as Buffalo Bills fans, that's like it's all we do. Baby. That's the existence. Yeah. The entire story of the Bills was how they were a pretty good team that always lost. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of nine and seven seasons. In our existence. In our existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, the last reason this story was cool, well, I thought it was cool, because up until this point in history, penalty kicks were pretty straightforward in a dead ball situation. They're always a dead ball situation. Yeah. I just want to say dead ball. <laughs> Working it well, in. title. It's like it's like working in the movie title. Yes. <laughs> in this tournament, That's the Joker. <laughs> oh Them's the dead ball. In this tournament, one player with a little bit of nuance would change the penalty kick forever. I'm into it. And that kind of made it sound like we were going to break, but we're not but going we're to not. break. We're, we're going st- in the story, we're baby. Still, we're, still we're still here. <laughs> so, so Euro 76. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before, but... I won't. A little team called West Germany <laughs> <laughs> was both the reigning world and European champion. Drew, you don't say. It's kind of wild. The Germans good. were good at the soccer? They were good at the soccer. Crazy. Yeah, I know. They had won the Euro 72 and... They had just won the World Cup in 74. Right. Heading into this this Euro 76. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, therefore, by transitive property, they're the favorites for yeah. this. Yeah, I don't think it's transitive, but we're That's just That's not exactly we're, the transitive property, but it is a property that I'm sure exists. <laughs> yes. They were led by the likes of a different Kaiser, not the Brazilian Kaiser, 
But Der Kaiser. But the Kaiser, the baby. The Kaiser. My boy Franz. Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah. Captain Franz. Um, he's leading a very talented German side. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were probably, I mean, if you had to put money down on it, you'd say West yeah, Germany. They're the best team win. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like uh, any tournament that Spain was playing in between 2008 and 2012. Yes. It was kind of like, yeah, you're the favorites. Yes. Like, you just are. The second favorite, or I guess you could say the other favorite, I don't think anybody says second favorite, was the Deutsch. The Deutsch? The Deutsch. Is that how you, do you say the? I don't know how the Dutch accent works. I don't know either. I think I kind of, maybe it's like kind of a hybrid well, Deutsch between is, Deutsch German. Deutsch is German in, in German. Deutsch is German in German. Yes. So The Dutch. The Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Netherlands. <laughs> the Netherlands. Yeah. I'm an idiot. It's L'Orange or something like that? Yeah. It's O-R-A-N-J-E. Orange. Freaking oranges. <laughs> um, We're starting this podcast out strong. Really, really strong. <laughs> um, they were captained by a guy you may know. Okay. Johan Cruyff. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do know. <laughs> So about a person that is one of the most famous players ever to play. They um, actually uh, Netherlands and West Germany were that was the World Cup final two years ago. Yeah, and so people were like, okay, rematch. Obviously, they're on opposite sides of the bracket. They're going to take care of business. And the Dutch are in the midst of the like the total football renaissance, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't that a part of like the Cruyff era? Probably was introducing total football. That sounds about right. Yeah, I don't. I didn't read anything specifically Which about that. Which was a consequence of the Dynamo Moscow team that oh. played Arsenal way back when. Every player's playing every position. Yeah. Except for keeper. Yes. Well, I, I mean, defenders play keeper sometimes, but... <laughs> it's very specific scenario. Yes, yes. Um, uh, so there are actually only four teams in, in, the, in the Euro. Oh. This Euro. This is actually the last year... That there were only four teams in the Weird. final tournament. Yeah. So up until... They had like qualifications. Qualifications up until the final four. Wow. Yeah. All right. Which is pretty crazy. I, I never thought about it as being like substantially different from like the World Cup like that. Yeah. So that's why I'm going through team by team just because there were yeah. only four yeah, yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So the third team was the hosts, Yugoslavia. Who are no longer with us. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, they were, I mean, they were a favorite because of the home field advantage. Right. You, you always get that boost. I mean, look at Russia in the 2018 World Cup. Oh, yeah, that was totally. De- definitely home field advantage. Definitely home field advantage. Only home field advantage. The reason that they ran further than any other team mathematically was because of. Uh, home field advantage. What it's like being in the motherland. Yes. And it has absolutely nothing yes. to do with their sports teams historically and still to this day being banned for. Performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. I mean they're uh, just advantage. They're just feeding off of Mother Russia's energy. Yeah. Well, and and boy, let me tell you what, Mother Russia, she's a strong broad. Very strong. Yeah, she she will she will give you that energy. Yes, absolutely. But Yugoslavia was a good side regardless of home field advantage or not. I uh-huh. mean they still had to go through the qualifying process um, to get where they were. Which I mean, there's a lot of teams in the qualifying Indeed. process that you have yeah, to be. Absolutely. The fourth and final team in the Euro, 
Yes, this was the last time I said that already. Mm-hmm. That there were four teams in the uh-huh. tournament. They uh-huh. changed to seventy. They keep on growing. They keep on doubling it. It was four, then eight, then sixteen. Now I'm pretty. Sh- I think it's sixteen. Now maybe it's thirty-two. Thirty-two seems like way too much. Thirty-two seems like a lot. I think it's just sixteen teams now. I think it's four, eight, sixteen in in the current setup, which is fine. You're fact checking. We'll get it. Yeah. It's 16. Yeah. It's cool. Um, Czechoslovakia. Oh. Yeah. So they... Another country that no longer exists. Another country that no longer exists. (laughs) They were good, but they were definitely the least favored to win. Right. Just because of the other three teams that I've already mentioned. (laughs) Yes. But they actually went through a, a really tough qualifying stage... Um, and they turned some heads along the way because they were in the same qualifying group as England and Portugal, and they had you have to win your group to advance, right? And so, when, especially if there's only four teams, especially if there's only four teams, there's 24 teams in the Euro, by the way. 24, yeah, what a they do the thing where the top two of every group advance, and then like a couple, a couple groups, the third, like the best third place team advances. That makes sense yeah. now. Look at how far it's come, yeah. everybody's just always trying to expand, whatever. So, Czechoslovakia knocked off England, Portugal, and there's a quarterfinal playoff before you qualify for the final tournament, which is just the semifinals. And right. So they had to beat the Soviet Union, which again, which again, Mother Russia, Mother Russia is, oh, yeah, is yeah. hard. <laughs> it's hard to beat for completely fair and and sporting reasons. Yes. So this was Czechoslovakia's first ever – well, it's not their first ever appearance. It's their first appearance since 1960, Yeah, which was the first ever European tournament. So it's been a bit for them. It's, it's been a good 16 years. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute. On Czechoslovakia's side of the bracket was Netherlands, the second-best team yeah, of tough. the four. Tough. Lost the World Cup to Germany yes. two years ago. Still very good. Still very good. It was expected that the Netherlands would roll over Czechoslovakia, despite Czechoslovakia having a very good qualifying campaign. But you still expect Johan Cruyff to to run game. Yes. That's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you probably have a feeling that they didn't just because of the way I'm building up this game. Yeah, yeah. But I I recognize this this pattern of storytelling, (laughs) but go on. You're not going to find out what happens until... Welcome to the housekeeping section, which will very soon be the ad section. We are not being paid for any of the ads that are currently in this section. We are only helping out the homies. But very soon, this will be a little bit different. But for now, it's still got some of that old school Dead Ball Brothers charm. Drew, we've got a Facebook recommendation. It's not an iTunes review. we got a recommendation on Facebook. Yes. It's extremely nice. It's extremely, extremely nice. I almost feel like we don't deserve this. <laughs> I mean, we but don't I'll, deserve but it, but, but we're definitely it. accepting it. And we're very uh, thankful. This, co- this comes from Paul Dombrowski. 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 I, I really want to say Dombrowski. 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 <laughs> but it's definitely Dombrowski. Um, 
Dombrowski. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Get the end in there. Get the end. Deadball Brothers has become our favorite podcast. My 10-year-old son and I listen when driving to his club team practices that are half an hour drive. Shout out to Seacoast United Soccer Club. Shout out. Shout out. We love stories and have learned so much. We are excited to wear our Deadball Brothers swag that we got for Christmas. Thanks for this podcast that my son and I bond about. P.S. The theme song slaps. My son has a dance he does from the back seat. P.P.S. Liverpool FC greater than Manchester United. Ooh. Oh, that hurts. Ooh. Like a little oh. twist of the knife at the end. Oh, man. I didn't even see that P.P.S. until just now reading it. That, so. that's, that hurt you here? That's live. That's real Gosh. and fresh and new. Yeah. Wow. Uh yeah, thank you, Paul. Thank you so much, Paul. Is... And Paul also sent us a picture of him and his son wearing their Deadball Brothers merch, yes. and, and it is very sweet. Uh, yes. I, I might have teared up. Uh, it's fine. It's I fine. couldn't I'll believe lie. it. You sent me you sent me the photo, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's so awesome. Um, so if any of you guys have Deadball Brothers merch that you want to send pictures of and send to us. We'll share it. We'll share it. We love it. And, we'll talk and, if, about you, it. and if you don't want it to be shared, you can tell us that too. Yeah. And we, and we won't because we respect your wishes. Totally get not wanting to take photos of yourself. Yes, absolutely. Drew, we are going to be doing ad reads soon, but right now we're actually going to do a little bit of advertisement uh, that we're not getting paid for at all. It's just kind of because I, I know this person yeah. on the internet yeah. and, and I think that their their stuff is really, really good. Um, a, a, a Twitter friend so to speak, uh, by the name of Nate Scott. You might have followed his stuff. He's with USA Today. He also used to do stuff with SB Nation. Uh, as a fellow SB Nation alum, alumnus, uh, I I feel akin to him and, and his stuff, and he also likes soccer. So that akin was, to him. Akin to him. Dumb. But he and USA Today are putting out a brand new podcast called The Sneak. It's a serialized crime podcast. The story is kind of really zany and weird and interesting and he sent us over a little a little thing uh and we think that you'd be interested in it as well so we're gonna give that a little plug right now uh but don't listen to me uh listen to nate talk about it right now in 2008 a former d1 football star pulled off a robbery so daring and so strange that it went viral worldwide it was a perfect crime story there was just one problem it wasn't the real story of what happened the Sneak is a new, serialized true crime podcast from For the Win and USA Today Sports. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or get it anywhere you get podcasts on Tuesday, January 14th. That is The Sneak. It is releasing very, very soon. Um, that's coming from my boy Nate, and we're I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to that. I think it'll be really interesting. Uh, and I think that... I think that the uh, the content kind of overlaps with what we're doing, even though it's a football player and it's not technically soccer, American football. Um, there's a lot of interesting things there. There's an armed robbery. There's an escape on an inner tube. It is it is kind of wild and wacky, and I think it's right down some of y'all's alleys. It's right down my alley. It's right I down your alley. Love crime podcasts. I listen to a ton of them, and I love soccer. So I mean, it's all you could ask for. Even though it's not about soccer at all. Oh, it's not about soccer. No, at all? it's a it's a football player. Oh, yeah. That's what when I'm you saying. were saying football, 
I thought. Nope. Oh man, nope. that's that's my bad. It is that your is, bad. That is my bad. Because as we all know, it's called soccer. As we all know, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I've just trained my ears to respond to both. You know. Yeah, you're fluent in both languages. I'm fluent in both languages. Mom would be so proud. I'm fluent in the in the, the beautiful game, <laughs> as they say. Drew, let's get back to how Czechoslovakia did. Welcome back to Storytime, Drew, and the Tingo's Pop. And the Tingo's Pop. Skiddly bop, bop, bop. Skiddly bop, bop, bop. We're hanging off on the ledge because I left everybody on. You did. Probably one of the greatest cliffhangers ever. A precipitous fall awaiting us. A cliffhanger that I drew attention to by saying... This is a cliffhanger, my, essentially. My fingers are practically gripping onto the edge of a cliff, my friend. <laughs> so I feel like beating all of the teams that Czechoslovakia did, yeah. leading into the game against the Netherlands. People should know. People should know. People should be on alert. This is a good side. The Netherlands, I, Netherlands included. I, I really try to say, to not say the Netherlands. I just say Netherlands. Okay. Even though it's... I'm sure it's fine both ways. I, I think know. so. You don't say also the, at the time you don't I, say the Canada. Yes, but true. The Netherlands. It's also like, it's, at the it's time, plural. Were so. they the Were they Netherlands already, or were they still Holland? Because they were Holland for a long, long time. Everything that I was seeing was that it was Netherlands. Netherlands. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Yeah. So that's that. Um, I. But the Netherlands, as you can assume. Didn't take them seriously. Yes. The head coach actually resigned the morning of the game against Czechoslovakia. This is the Euro semifinal. What? what? Okay. The, the coach resigns. Okay, because there is some drama that's happening. Oh, give me the juice. That is circling around our guy, uh-huh. Johan Cruyff. Yes, and let's so, do it. Johan Cruyff, I mean, he is... He is basically a god. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, Barcelona legend. He's he's reached that status of, like, uh, Messi today and kind of... Dutch legend. Yeah. I mean, he... Everybody loves him. He's... I mean, he is, like, the, the epitome of, of Netherlands success. Yes. And he kind of developed this uh, I'm better than everybody else, it's me and the team kind of feel. And there was some drama in the locker room. Always love that when that happens. And it kind of got up to this point where he said, I'm only going to the next World Cup if we qualify for the next World Cup. They're already already looking two years in advance. If we qualify, I'm not going unless I get to travel by myself with my family. Like I'm not traveling with the team. If I'm traveling wow. with the team, I'm not going to the World Cup. That's a that's a massive flex. And so they're yeah, it's a pretty big flex. And so their coach was like, I'm not dealing with this. And so he's just like, I peace. Peace. Howdy. <laughs> not gonna deal with this at all. Which honestly so wild. I respect it. But also I respect the coach. It's a it's a it's a dick move. It's honestly, a dick move. Yeah, it's like Come on, come on, Johan. Why you gotta be a dick? Yeah, why, why, why you gotta be like that? Yeah, no, it's 
Just be, be a, you're right. It's a team sport. Just be, just be a good guy. Just be a nice guy. It's not that hard. <laughs> that's so. That's literally to so many situations and things today. So many people. Why could you just be a nice person? Yeah, it's not that hard. It's it really is not that hard. So, anyways, I mean, the game starts. We're we're fast forwarding straight to the game. Yes. You have all that drama that starts before the game. Yeah. So the Netherlands, do, do they have a coach? Are they just... I mean, they have, like, assistant coaches. Yeah, yeah, that kind of probably took I, over. I didn't read anything about, like, but they're like one guy not. who stood up and was like, I'm the coach now. They're, look at me. <laughs> no. I am the coach now. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Basically, I'm sure that happened in, in some in some way. I'm, I'm sure there's, like, a head assistant that, that took over. Right. So, the game starts, and Czechoslovakia goes up. Yeah. 1-0. Shocker, the team that just had a coach quit isn't doing too hot. Isn't doing too hot against a side that's good. Pretty good. Yes. Um, it was scored by defender Anton Andrus. Okay. And I don't quote me on... I, I mean, I, I could not. I, I have no idea. I think it's pretty close. Sure. Um, so he scored in the first half. The first half ends, 1-0. Mm-hmm. Second half starts, and the Czechoslovakia side gets a red card for a bad challenge. Ooh, yeah, rough. Which is definitely not good when you're ahead. I mean, preferable when you're ahead, Worse when you're behind. Yes. It must be yes, said. Yes, yes, In terms of, like, best and worst case scenarios, you'd rather be ahead when that happens. Yes. Because then you can just park that bus, baby. Czechoslovakia, the the defender, Anton Andres, who mm-hmm. scored the goal, scores an own goal. Oh. oh. So he's got two goals at yeah, this point. Yeah, he's got point. a brace. <laughs> he's got a brace. How generous. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, shortly after that, the uh, the Netherlands get a red card. Ooh, and so perfect. now it's 10 on 10, baby. 10 v 10. A little bit more space. A goal apiece. A goal apiece. Regulation ends. Yeah. Okay. Netherlands with no coach. <laughs> Let's get wild, baby. So the game goes to extra time. And the first period of extra time happens. Yeah. And As it does. As it does. And nothing happens. Okay. As it does. And this isn't golden goal or anything like this. Right. It's... Just the full extra thirty minutes. I read about this because I read I briefly like when I was talking about the the weird history of the golden goal and specifically the one in the Caribbean. They introduced the golden goal to be to to be make that period more exciting and to and to incentivize attacking play, and it did like the exact opposite almost universally. It yeah. just incentivized people to pack it in and just wait for penalties because they thought they had a better shot. Than to actually go and attack. Yeah, because if you're pressing for attack, you're you're opening obviously yourself up. open yeah. for a counter in the soccer one on one, you know. But um, so, anyways, the the first half of extra time happens. They go into the second half of extra time, and in the 114th minute, Czechoslovakia finds their goal. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Czechoslovakia. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it. Two minutes later. Uh. The Netherlands has yep. another player sent off. Oh, <laughs> okay. For dissent. 
Apparently. Let's so. get real wild. I know. Yeah. I, know. I feel like Descent wasn't called back then. Yeah, I, I guess know. it was. Dude basically threatened to murder somebody on the field. It was like, oh. Yeah, whatever. Fair play. Yeah. In the 118th minute, Czechoslovakia scores another goal. Oh, my and God. And so they go on to win the game 3-1. They're tap dancing all the way to the Euro final. Oh, yeah. Specifically tap dancing. Specifically tap dancing. As opposed to any they other dispatched type of dance. the the coachless. There's no waltzes. There's no no waltzes, paso dobles. No. They dispatched the coachless yes. Netherlands. Yeah. Completely tossed them to the side. Yeah. Screw those guys. Kick I'm them all sorry, down the ground. Sorry to any of our no. friends out there. Yeah. No. It's it's cool. It's cool. Uh, there are three red cards in the game, and it was noted that it wasn't like a violent game by any means. They were just like. A couple poorly huh. timed challenges, a little bit of the descent, descent thrown yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Des- descent. A little descent. <laughs> the descent into descent. But um, I mean, both teams behaved well. That's interesting because the Netherlands historically have been in some of the most contentious matches in like yeah. World Cup history. Yeah, like the Battle of Nuremberg. Yeah. Nigel de Jong. Nigel de Jong. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he broke Stu Holden's leg? Yeah, that's why I screw said his guy. name. Yeah, screw, screw that, that guy. guy. <laughs> Miss you, Stu. Miss you, Stu. Oh, Stu Mix. You remember Stu S- Mix? Stu Holden and Mix to Scrooge. Oh, man, what a midfield. What a midfield that like was. once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, West Germany nearly blew it against Yugoslavia in their semifinal. They were losing 2-0. Ooh. Franz. Franz. What you doing, baby? But they managed to storm back and yeah. win the game 4-2. Yeah, I've so this set up. That makes sense. I mean, David and Goliath. Yes. You know, top. The favorite and, and the not favorite. The not favorite, but. But pretty good. Theoretically, better yes. than all the other countries in Europe at the and time. And theoretically better than Yugoslavia. Because they're yes. facing off against the second best team. Yes. You would think. Exactly. Yeah. So, fast forward to the final. It's kind of funny because when I was reading it, it's like the tournament took place between the 16th and 20th of June. It's just four, it's yeah, like it's four, four day span. Yep. So it's just kind of funny. Makes it real easy. <laughs> yeah. Where now you have tournaments that are like a month long. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah which I love, honestly. <laughs> it's so much soccer it, and it's it, so great. It's so great. So, after 25 minutes into this game, Czechoslovakia find themselves in a pretty good position because yeah. they're up 2 0. <laughs> Which is is great. It's great, but but the most dangerous. As lead, we know, the most dangerous lead. Two 0 is the most dangerous lead <sighs> you can possibly have. That's science. Three minutes later, Mueller halved the lead for Germany. Yeah, and not not that, Thomas, not yeah. that Mueller. <laughs> a different, a different Mueller. Mueller is quite a popular name there. Dieter, Dieter, Dieter Mueller. Dieter Mueller. Yeah, yeah. I feel pretty confident in that. That sounds pretty good. Dieter is how you pronounce Dieter. it. Dieter. It's like Dieter. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. We said the same. We're saying the same. You thing. kind of you kind of added an extra syllable, but that's fine. We can continue. We're we're saying the same thing, sure. but whatever. So it's two one going into half, and then the second half starts, and the game goes on. The minutes are ticking away. Yes, Germany's running out of chances to, to tie it up. They have they have they're looking for a goal. They're looking for a goal, obviously. And it sure looked like the good guys. Those Czechoslovakians, uh, Czechoslovakia, obviously, obviously the, good the good guys in this story, 
were about to win when the bad guys scored in the 89th minute. The Germans. The Germans. Yep. So the game's all level 2-2. Full time ends, and we're headed to extra time. Yes. Extra time happens, and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Which... Throughout both periods. Shocker. Throughout both periods. Not, like, nothing. I mean... Chances on both ends. I mean, sure, yeah, whatever. Sure. But no, Some game nothing happened. substantial. Nothing I mean, historically important really happened. Exactly. Yes. Because I'm not talking about it. And, therefore, and that's how you know. And that's how you know. It's not important unless it's on this podcast. <laughs> so we're going to a penalty shootout. Yeah, we are. Which is the greatest way Let's to decide who wins arguably the second largest tournament yes. in the entire world. Yes. Penalties. Yes. Heck yeah. <laughs> Just five kicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes more. It, uh, I, was, I would also like to note, it's not good to face the Germans in penalties. Oh, because, especially not if you're England. <laughs> especially, sorry, England fans. But like the Germans are historically very good at penalties. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's the... The 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 stereotype of the country as a footballing nation, they are incredibly efficient. Yes, that's the whole thing. Yes. And what ruthless? Is, and what is all about efficiency? Penalties. penalties. Penalties is literally just how many, how accurate can be, how consistent can you be, just to step up to the spot and put the ball in the place that you have always practiced it. Yes, exactly. The Germans were efficient. But so were the Czechoslovakians Ooh. because both sides managed to bag their first three attempts. All right. We're all tied up three to three. Nice. Czechoslovakia, who kicked first, yes. scores their fourth goal. Yeah. From the German side, however, Uh-oh. Uli Honis. Oh, a, a big name. Oh, well, like Uli is his yes. first like, no, nickname. No, no, no. I, I mean, I mean... A, a a big name like later. Oh oh yes yeah I mean uh, yes exactly. He's, he's the president of Bayern, Bayern Munich. Yes, right now. Yes. <laughs> um, he took his shot as if he was I don't know trying to blast a hole in the Iron Curtain. I mean it is 1976 after all, right. and we're talking West Germany. Yes. Uh, his shot went a good 20 rows into the stands. Nice. Yeah, like <laughs> very far over the crossbar. Keep the field goal. Yeah, I actually watched his his penalty. Oh, that's so, you watched yeah, the penalties? I got, I got to see his penalty. I didn't get to see anybody else's besides this final fifth penalty taker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, we kind of talked about uh, a player who yeah. – Changed the game, uh-huh. you know, and I, I, you have this grin like you know who it is, yeah, which I'm sure you know who I it do. is. I know, at I this know point. now. Yes, you know now, and maybe a lot of you listeners do now too. But it's just a really cool, really cool story. So I'm gonna finish it out. <laughs> Czechoslovakia's fifth penalty taker steps up. If he scores, he'll lift the Slovaks to European glory. Slovaks. That's that is the short term for. You yeah. Czechoslovakians, yeah. I think. That's, that's what I was reading. Sure. Yeah, sure. Starting at the top of his key, he begins his run-up. Mm-hmm. Some people do it slow. Yes. Like, turtle slow. Like Paul like Pogba. Paul Pogba. <laughs> Shouts out to my guy, though. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. 
This guy, however, was in a full sprint, mm -hmm. wind flowing through his luscious mane and 70s porn star mustache. <laughs> Drew, were you taking this penalty kick? I was not taking this penalty <laughs> kick. No. A spoiler alert. Oh, man. <laughs> then, slowly, right before the ball is struck, he uses his momentum to dink the ball over the already outstretched keeper, and the crowd goes wild. A little chippy chip, chip, chip. Because the keeper is just helplessly looking at the ball, lofting over him mm -hmm. in a perfect arc. Yes, he is. With the perfect penalty taken. Antonin Panenka Heck yeah. is swarmed by his fellow teammates. The Czechoslovakians had captured European glory. Ah, uh, the Panenka. The birth of the Panenka. And that's where it comes from. I, yeah. And I, it's such a good story to, to go a, with it. I mean, like no, it really the Czechoslovakians going and winning their their only ever European championship. I didn't realize that. I knew that it was named after a player that did it. Like that's why it was called that. I mean, similar to like the Cruyff turn. Yes. Kind yes. of thing. Um, but I didn't realize that he did it for the game-winning penalty in the European championship. Yes. That's a little bit different. I know. <laughs> I mean, you just have to think about, like, the confidence. Oh, the, it, the absolute stones on the lad. I mean, it's like you either have to be the most arrogant yes. player or the most like confident player. Which frequently player. occurs in the same space. Exactly. But then you have players like Andrea Pirlo, who's... Oh, man. I the mean, one like, against England? Yeah. Oh, dude. Where it literally... I, that is still like the coolest one because literally he he kind of he didn't even do it, it quite in the middle he did it like slightly a little bit to the side and Joe Hart was in goal for England at the time and he dove the wrong side and he literally had time to dive and then like get up and look back before the ball had even crossed the line yet yeah. and all I could do was just watch it like dink onto the ground and yes. like just roll into the goal oh man it was so disrespectful yeah I it's like it. the ultimate disrespectful thing that you can do and it was just this guy on this czechoslovakian team in 19 taking out west germany of all people 76 yeah. taking out west germany on the biggest stage outside of the world cup and he just goes and ice, he's, in, the, he's, ice in the veins oh yeah oh man it's beautiful you love to see it you I will really say do. I will say the funniest thing in the world is when keepers save the Panenka. Yeah, like like if they just like well, stay Pirlo, in, stay in the same spot and P catch it. Pirlo has a a penalty like you can watch. Uh, he took a penalty with AC Milan where the keeper just stood still and he did the Got Panenka it. and he's just like, <laughs> and it's like, right, what's up? You look like an idiot. Yeah, you but look, when it works, you're dumb, like dumbest person, genius. Yes, you know? absolutely. Oh my gosh, it's a very very. High risk, high reward maneuver. Yes. certainly. So the the uh, Total Soccer Show guys, yeah, their Soccer One Hundred and One podcast, Daryl and Taylor. Yeah, Daryl, Daryl, good well, dudes. Yeah, Super good friends. They have an episode uh, specifically on the birth of the Panenka and oh. Antonin Panenka, and they take you through the journey how he started taking penalties like that and like the technique behind the Panenka. Oh, that's so awesome. Definitely like. Give that a listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check out Soccer 101 with uh, Daryl and Taylor. It's a uh, super cool If you want to learn how to take a proper Panenka yeah. and learn exactly how Antonin Panenka um, crafted this masterful kick. I mean, it, it, he's really not changing the game too much. Like, all he's doing is just 
hitting it lightly, but it just went against all uh, all thought, all yeah. common sense. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's why it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why it works. <laughs> the genius. The genius genius often appears as madness. Yes, exactly. Until it works. So yeah. But that's the story of Czechoslovakia, Antonin Panenka, and the 1976 European Championship. That's a dope story. It's pretty I cool. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I was I was really glad that I was able to to save Antonin Panenka yeah. until the end cuz he had a couple, he had some assists uh in the Mm-hmm. In the previous games, but, but you can't mention it. Can't, you can't mention, mention the name. It. Yeah, because if I say Antonin Panenka, like everybody's gonna know. Yeah, like oh, is this oh, the guy who we're talking about? The Panenka. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> little chipped penalties. So hopefully everybody uh, manages to stay around. Uh, a relative, uh, a relative suspense. Yes, with all the cliffhangers and the avoiding the use of the name. Yes, exactly. Even though, even though I figured out where it was going. Yeah, after a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you did. definitely. You did. But yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that story, You're welcome. Drew. You're and so thank welcome. you to you, listener, for listening to this podcast. If you like what is currently coming into your ear holes, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Or you can give us a recommendation on Facebook or anywhere else that you might be listening to this podcast or that offers you the chance to give us a review. Please give us a review. It really, really helps us out um, and it just helps more people see the podcast. It games the algorithms uh the more people that rate and review our podcast the more likely our podcast is to pop up for other people searching for soccer podcasts we think that we are doing something that is pretty unique in the soccer sphere and in terms of like soccer podcasts that are, that are out there there are a lot of them um but there's not really many people doing it like we're doing it um so we hope that you enjoy what we're doing and uh please go ahead and leave us a rating and a review as always, thank you so much for listening to Dead Ball Bros. Yes. We are nothing without you guys. Absolutely. Now we're part of the Blue Wire Podcasting Network. Now part of the Blue Wire Podcasting Network. There we go. <laughs> uh, as always, we are at Dead Ball Pod everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you have questions, comments, concerns, sarcastic remarks about the Buffalo Bills, you can email them to deadballpod at gmail.com. Suggestions for any stories you want us to, to dig into. Yeah, totally. Um, we just dropped the announcement about our uh, full season-long series for a specific – Yeah. I mean – for, for specific this, teams, the yes, campaign. Yeah, so the United States men's national team and their qualification from the last World Cup, yes. 2018. Um, but there are a lot of really unique stories out there. So if you guys have any suggestions, we're all ears for that too. Absolutely. And uh, until next time, we love you guys a super whole bunch. My name is Adam Whitaker Snavely. A super whole bunch. A super whole bunch. I'm Drew. <laughs> I'm Drew Snavely. And we'll see you after a super whole bunch of time later. Later.